She resisted the urge to melt into Kingston's embrace because she knew it would only mean trouble if she did. Instead, she gently pushed his arm away and turned to look into his deep hazel brown eyes. Good night. <laughs> what do you mean, good night? I just found you, Kingston said, eye fucking her from head to toe. Well, I guess you can unfind me because I'm leaving. Bitch, we just got here, yelled Jackie's nosy ass over the club music. Yeah, y'all just got here, Kingston repeated smugly. She didn't want to be a buzzkill, but she never trusted herself around Kingston. Their cat and mouse game always ended with the two of them nakedly naked. And with everything else she was dealing with when it came to Brandon, she did not want to further complicate her life. Jackie, can we please go? She said with sadness in her eyes. Jackie immediately recognized the look and nodded okay. Jackie had only seen her friend give this look twice their entire five-year friendship. Once when her aunt died, and the second time was when her first business failed. Jackie instantly knew that her friend was in an emotionally vulnerable place. Kingston also recognized the look, but for another reason, and he shamefully looked away. She and Jackie left without saying goodbye to Kingston. As they waited outside for their lift, Jackie said to her friend, Do you want to talk about it yet? There's nothing to talk about, Jackie. I, I just needed to get out of there and get back to the hotel. I need some rest. Remember, I have to be at church all day tomorrow. Come on now. Do you think I'm dumb or do you think I'm stupid? Or do you think I'm just plain old ignorant? I know something is wrong and that ain't it. Just tell me. Just as she went to speak, their driver arrived. Saved by the ride share, she whispered. As she and Jackie entered the vehicle, she quickly started small talk with the driver, hoping that Jackie was tipsy enough to forget their sidewalk conversation. As they arrived to their hotel, she thanked the driver and briskly walked ahead. Heffa, you promised me a shake of booty club, said Jackie as she matched her friend's pace. I know Jackie, but... Kingston popping up at the club was too much for me. I already have a lot on my mind. Well, if you would just tell me what is going on, I wouldn't have DM'd him our location. Bitch, come again and say what? She said as they entered the elevator. Yeah, I sent Kingston our location. I knew something was going on with you, and it's obvious that you don't want to talk about it. So I figured Kingston could fuck it out of you, said Jackie. She rolled her eyes and let out a heavy sigh as she swiped their key card to their room. Jackie, did you bring something to wear to church tomorrow? She asked, attempting to change the subject. Yes, I did, oh great queen of avoidance. Good, I'm going to bed, she said. The two friends spent the next hour and 30 minutes silently preparing for bed. Showers, washing off makeup, wrapping hair, 
you know, basically the whole black girl nightly routine. Soon after, they each said goodnight to each other. Before she knew it, Jackie was asleep and she was alone with her thoughts. Why didn't Kingston take her more seriously all those years ago? What was she going to do about Brandon? Before she knew it, the sun was rising, her alarm was chiming, and Jackie was throwing a tantrum. Turn that shit off and let's check out late. Jackie, get up. You promised me one service. And you promised me a night out on the town, Jackie said as she stretched to get out of bed. (sighs) Whatever. The pair hurried to get ready as they rushed to her car in an attempt to make it to church on time. As a potential first lady, she could not be late for service. But Atlanta traffic was unkind due to highway repairs. By the time she and Jackie arrived at the church, the announcements were complete and members were being asked to give their testimony on what they were thankful for this season. The ushers quickly and quietly whisked her and Jackie to the front row, where they sat next to Brandon's mother. Good morning, Lady Anderson, they said in unison. Good morning, babies. I'm glad to see you two made it, Lady Anderson said with a smile and southern sarcasm. The two friends looked at each other and rolled their eyes. Brandon watched from the pulpit and shook his head as the deacons prepared the members for their thankful testimonies. Tiffany was sitting four rows behind Brandon's mother when his fiancée entered the church late. She shook her head in disbelief and thought to herself, See, if that was me, I would enter and exit this church with my man. How dare she show up late on such an important day? Her tardiness made Tiffany's blood boil. You see, Tiffany was going to wait to tell Brandon about the pregnancy in private, but his so-called fiancé was disrespecting their man. So Tiffany had to hit her where it hurt. Tiffany got the attention of one of the ushers who passed word to a deacon to allow Tiffany to go first. She used her hidden pregnancy as an excuse, saying, I won't be able to stand in line that long. Brandon watched as Tiffany sashayed to the front of the line, then turned and winked at him before grabbing the mic. What was that about, son? His father leaned over to whisper. Oh, nothing, Papa. You know Tiffany is too friendly, he replied. Mm-hmm, said Pastor Anderson. While her friend was looking down at this Sunday's program and missed everything, Jackie caught the entire interaction and started throwing daggers at Brandon with her eyes. Good morning, church family. First, giving honor to God, who is the light of my life, who I would be nothing without, said Tiffany, as the church quietly roared with amens. Say it, sisters, and all right nows. First, I want to give thanks to our amazing head pastor and First Lady Anderson, who have led this church for the past 30 years. They have shaped and saved so many lives within this community, 
around Atlanta and the world. The church applauded as Lady Anderson waved and gave a church smile. But Pastor Anderson could see through Tiffany's bullshit and waited for the other shoe to drop. Now church, Tiffany continued, this has been a rough year for me. I entered this year heartbroken after losing my mother last year. And I almost turned my back on God. But something told me, just keep going to church. Even when I don't want to, something told me, just keep on going to church. And I did. Little did I know, I would meet someone right here who would open my heart to love again. Oh, shit. Brandon thought to himself as he attempted to get one of the deacon's attentions to help move Tiffany along so others could speak. But his efforts failed and her speech went on. And little did I know, said Tiffany, that this year I would become a mother. Tiffany said as she turned to show the congregation a side profile of her growing belly. Hearing and seeing this sent a chill down Brandon's spine as the entire congregation clapped to celebrate what they thought was a life victory for Tiffany. At that moment, Tiffany turned to face Brandon's fiance in order to see her reaction to what was to come. I thank God daily for such a good man, said Tiffany. I know he will be an amazing husband to me and an even better father to our child. Pastor Brandon Anderson, thank you for loving me. The entire church gasped as Lady Anderson fainted at the news that her son had impregnated someone other than his fiance. Jackie was staring at the side of her friend's head, who was staring at her so-called fiance. I know this motherfucking bitch is a goddamn hell-ass bullshit-ass lie, Jackie yelled as she jumped up to attack Tiffany, who was boastfully standing in the pulpit. Before Jackie could take two steps, she felt her friend's hand around her wrist.